listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. One love, the thing that hasn't changed. My parents lost their job. It's so cold in the A. Now that I'm 1%, I send most of it home. I want to stunt, but she need to pay off her student loans. And everybody saying, get it, why you hitting, man? We want that harder beast, that 808, you slipping, man. Dude, I'm so stupid. Popping anything, they hand me all the parking lot, pimping politicking in Miami at the home under D, where they sell that cake batter. I heard a voice in the back. Hate that all the fake rappers that I shit shit it on shit it on i shit it on shit it on wrap your soul dude let the mic blaze show them a town east side all day i put it on i put it on i put it on i put it on hey welcome to the black Touch podcast i was rod and right. and we're in the house on a monday after the bet awards mm-hmm. one of my favorite favorite events of the year yeah it's the only award show i actually look forward to the only one i watch through its entirety through its entirety i don't be changing channel mm-hmm. i'll be watching commercials yes i don't be seeing what else is on all the people i think should win end up fucking winning because it's black people picking and ain't no white people out here diluting the pot trying to pick their faves like that matter uh so yeah i absolutely uh was here for all of it um and we're gonna talk about it today yes um you know i'll try to if i can we'll we'll talk about as much as we can remember you know we try to do a pretty thorough breakdown um but first of all of course is the blackout tips find us on itunes stitcher podomatics search blackouttips.com leave us a five star i mean search for the blackout tips on itunes and stitcher leave us five star reviews and if we like them we'll read them on the air as long as they're nice the official weapon of the show is the taser and an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme that is correct guys it is bullet ball extreme time because we all know that life can get a little extreme out there it sure can and what are you gonna need to get you through extreme life bullet ball mm-hmm. that's what we use here at the blackout tips um <laughs> we got all kinds of stuff to talk about like i said um i guess uh you know first things first i guess we should kind of get to the sponsors i haven't played a sponsor uh i haven't done the sponsor in a while let's see here uh i need some sexy music for this sponsor so i'm gonna wait for this to load up uh come through whenever you're ready to title okay <laughs> Hmm. adam and eve is determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom and they are backing up that promise because there's gonna be a lot of things backing up you know what i'm saying ah yes it is check it out go to adamandeve.com and you can get 50 percent off of almost any other when you enter off a code tbgwt at checkout is that all no that's not all that's a good deal but it's not good enough for our listeners now backed by popular demand for a limited time only they will give you for absolutely the cost of free 99 the big o kit yes i'm not talking about the anime who doesn't love the big o that's right the o here stands for orgasm guys it's a vi- mini vibrator it comes with exclusive uh climax gel to help everybody get off uh so all you got to do to get that oh wait it's more you can also get free shipping i forgot to tell you that yeah mm-hmm. take advantage of the offer get it sent to you for free adamandeve.com go to the checkout box put in code tbgwt for the offer code 
big old kit free shipping get half off of whatever the fuck you want to buy to put inside you or on you or around you like this is what this is what life is about y'all tbgwt adamandeve.com all right let's get into some some other stuff guys okay okay all right um so much stuff is happening um uh i guess uh hmm what's the best way to talk about the bet awards i you go through your tweets don't you yeah i guess i can do that but one thing i did want to address before we got here it's almost in fucking with black people news but uh i won't call it that exactly but this is like a preface to the bet awards okay so oh sunday morning i got up and you know um sunday morning we do a, the show with my dad mm-hmm. but sunday morning twitter is by far the littest that twitter will get and the most animosity the most but for the whole week i don't know what it is about sunday morning the hottest takes the like everybody should be in church and i guess the heathens don't go so they just tweet and then that's when the hottest takes the biggest arguments the the y'all yeah, to say the sanctified folks gone they're going to bible study in sunday school right so uh i noticed but didn't really uh didn't necessarily care that much because there's an argument about appropriation and y'all know how i feel about that it's somewhat confusing confusing to me unless it's blatantly over the top disrespectful i don't really even care about it to be honest like it's got to be damn near like uh fake plastic booties on people that's twerking with blackface before i'm like oh shit don't do that before i'm like uh you know like every once in a while like something will happen i'm just kind of like hey i don't really care that much and i but at the same time i also know that i don't care enough to be telling people that they shouldn't care right you know i think that you know that's kind of whack uh but yeah there was this huge argument about appropriation sunday morning and you know it was one of those things where i uh didn't know where it came from or whatever exactly uh i knew it was like a whole it was gonna be a whole thing and um it was about bruno mars okay i don't don't know what that was about all i know is i woke up and i just seen him trending yeah he was trending on twitter now here's the thing i don't think he was trending because you know so many people agree with this take and they had to start spreading it around it seemed okay. that he was, was trending because people were defending him and people were just talking about it in general and people oh, were fussing right. about it making jokes i just seen his name just it's kind of like around. bernie so black where people assume that it trended because black people were so mad but it's like actually mm-hmm. it trended because white people got so fucking offended that they started tweeting about it they tried to take over that they did all kinds of crazy shit and i'm like i didn't think this would be a national trend or a global trend but apparently it is because y'all couldn't just take the jokes and leave it at that you know right anyway um so uh this woman and i'm friends with her on, on social media i don't know uh like i don't know if we've really interacted that much but i mean it's always been cool between us mm-hmm. you know but she said uh i really need y'all to stop with the bruno mars praise and be more critical about the ways we understand appropriation by the way only reason i'm not saying her twitter handles because i mean obviously if you know you know already but i'm not trying to send nobody trolling her way i'm not trying to send people to because i know i've been in that situation where mm-hmm. i tweet something and then fucking weeks later people are still being like listen you stupid ass motherfucker i'm like really dog i'm actually talking about cereal today like today i'm just talking about 
like like captain crunch and i gotta get called out my name and all kinds of coons and shit and you know i'm sure she went through it yesterday because anytime you have an opinion that people disagree with or even if they agree with it but it goes viral that means a bunch of people will see it who disagree um you end up in the center of a shit storm where everybody talking shit about you correct um whether they know you or not assuming assuming all kinds of motives Mm -hmm. and all kinds of shit now i think it's only fair here to to add that i'm not a huge bruno mars fan now that doesn't mean i dislike him i actually when i see him perform i always think he's dope consummate performer i think his super bowl halftime performance he stole the show um uh every time i've seen him I, i like i've never been bothered by that dude i've never thought twice about him in a negative light uh he seemed like a cool dude just from the little bit that i know but i very surface knowledge of this dude you know uh i know a couple of his songs you know that's about it so um all right so she said i really need y'all to stop with this bruno mars praise and be more critical about the ways we understand appropriation now i will say the framing and the phrase in there is completely argumentative whether you want to you know you could say well i was just speaking for myself or whatever but you're clearly anytime it kind of passively aggressively tells people what they got to do it becomes a problem people take it personal you know because you're now giving instructions and essentially to black people to say that we y'all not me y'all y'all black people need to stop praising bruno mars like that's you're not gonna have people that think that he's talented not praise his talent for whatever like that's kind of an unreasonable expectation but also as people read that that are fans of bruno mars they immediately are ready to fight about it you're not you know it's a confrontational way to frame it Mm -hmm. uh and be more critical about the ways we understand appropriation so obviously then it's kind of people probably took it personal like oh you trying to say i don't understand what appropriation is uh then she had like a thread bruno mars does not identify as black let's get that clear at the outset he is not a black person He's a non-black person of color, PLC, who has recently decided that singing funk music is economically productive. Now, from my understanding, the people that are fans of him are like, he's been doing that shit his whole life. And constantly shout out all the black people. And pay the people that right, he right. Uh, was inspired by even. Right, like, he tell you, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for these people. So it's not like he's coming in, stripping from the culture, and just not acknowledging anything yeah and i don't know how you can frame it as he just recently decided that it's gonna make him money like that i don't know he's been around for very long it sounds like he's put in a lifetime of fucking work to do this not like i think sometimes with these discussions uh there's people like justin tim like miley cyrus where they haven't been doing this shit their whole career and they get to a point where they're like i need to do something new and they put on blackness as like a cloak for a couple years and then they go back to whiteness after that runs its course right there's that where i kind of get the like oh you just decided it was economically feasible for you to just pretend that you are down with black people but you really aren't down with us like that this doesn't seem to be that to me but like i said i'm a surface level fan i saw other people that were fans of him being like yeah he's not that that's definitely not his career path these claims that bruno was bringing funk back are a race of a black funk artist who pioneered the tradition funk never left yes he gives credit to funk artists on occasion he also has a primarily white audience which has no memory or care for black artists uh well there's two parts of that one uh the bringing funk back thing uh well you know i'll say that for the end because uh you know that's on some other shit but uh 
um the part about uh white people not caring i think as black people or no i'll speak for myself i don't give a fuck what white people think Mm -mm. and it's very important that to me that it that 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 is my number one operating procedure because white people are never going to be okay with us they're never going to be fair to us they're never going to be considered to us it wouldn't matter if bruno mars was black and just as famous they still don't give a fuck about our culture that way and it's not his fault it's not your fault it's not black people's fault it's just white people don't give a fuck and we'll buy entertainment that's nothing new yeah the whole appropriation thing in many cases just comes down to the idea that it's white supremacy right and there's no one artist or any group of fans that control white supremacy we can't stop it and we you know like uh for example it's it's just bigger than us it's just bigger than black people to be honest it's not our problem we didn't do it we have to deal with the results of it but it's not even an artist's pro- problem it's the same thing like when i said with ta-nehisi coats where people get mad at ta-nehisi coats because white people read ta-nehisi coats well i mean there's plenty of other black scholars and academics that write about race but for some reason the one that they want to hear is ta-nehisi coats people might even be more el- he'll say people are more eloquent than me he'll say people are more knowledgeable than me he will cite people and be like they should also talk to this person in his book he will give you a list of books that you should read that that inform his work and people still white people for the most part still go i don't want to read that and you can't make them nor can you force them it doesn't matter what he says and so in that case it's not really anything bruno mars can do about it it's not really his fault the problem is white supremacy so it's almost like you're judging the symptom of white supremacy right as if it's the disease but the disease is white supremacy it's we will buy something black if it's not a black person attached to it that's just them that's their that's what they do that's the evil of them it's not his fault it's it's a world he's navigating as well and in my opinion doing an admirable job of coping with it as much as he can if not even overcompensating to a certain extent you know because he does have talent he is out there performing even if it's not his uh culture necessarily um you know culture is one of those things where in many cases it is made to be consumed and spread across the world it is infectious it is intoxicating um people do share cultures with each other and stuff like there's parts of it like that but i feel like everyone start treating cultures well i shouldn't say started but a lot of people start have been treating culture as if it's like um sacred passed down traditions between like a uh for example they treat music as if music is like um uh bar mitzvah like a bar mitzvah is a jewish tradition that jewish people do for jewish people Mm -hmm. it's not meant for just me to have a bar mitzvah i'm not you know about mitzvah whatever i'm not jewish like you know but people treat everything like like everything's not like that no it's not you know um many of these artists you know in addition to appreciating this dude for looking out for them but they also appreciate somebody carrying the torch they appreciate other artists carrying the torch they they love seeing the influence they have on people they don't you know what i mean so it's like i feel like we've lost sight of that or as sometimes it feels like people lose sight of that too like that is tradition as well 
the blending of sounds the creating of new sounds you know the way that the g-funk informs uh you know funk informs the g-funk and you get the chronic and all this shit and the way that you know funk also informed um you know uh organized noise and we get all the southern you know uh playlistic cadillac music sound like we get this you know these these original but they all got it from somebody somewhere right like no one invented any of this shit by themselves and i always felt like it's kind of made to be spread um and it just sucks that it goes out into this world where people really will be like well now that i heard so-and-so do it i'm gonna just not even care that black people started this like it sucks it really does but there's also nothing that can be done about that you know because i always feel like what's the end result of this should no one that's not of that culture be able to do that music right or buy it or purchase it or enjoy it that makes no sense like should is the right quote-unquote way that an audience should look a black audience doing black music for black people and nobody else is in the room is that what it should be i don't know i don't have the answer i like i i legitimately wonder sometimes like what is the end result of the argument you know um because it's always you know i do kind of go like okay so let's look at the solution because i understand what the problem is um where do we go from here you know right and everybody views this different but in my mind there is no solution because that's not realistic if that that right there cannot happen and the thing about people that create you create shit and you put it out into the world and whoever consumes it consumes it and you have no control sometimes they look like you sometimes they don't sometimes they speak your same language sometimes they don't and i i personally don't have a problem with that well, at all you know the other thing too is um if like okay because like i you know i'll say that for the end too let me write that down because i'm gonna go into why black people are the shit about this and we'll get into that in a second but um yeah so um i do think the problem is basically white people consuming shit just don't give a fuck um also bruno is just an example of somebody who does put back into the community so it's like this is more of a like if like if it's you know what this is like when dan levitar said magic johnson shouldn't just go get a job as a gm of the lakers and it's like well if you say that about magic johnson essentially people are gonna call you racist and they go well why are you calling him racist he just said magic johnson shouldn't because if it's not magic then no black player meets the qualifications because magic is the is the player he's the best business acumen he's the most uh publicly relatable he's the most well liked he has the most uh storied history uh you know uh basketball wise and stuff like there's just all this shit where it's like if you don't fuck with him then nobody like so that's essentially to me it's like bruno is the line for a lot of people where it's like so if not bruno then nobody right right right. just black people can only do black music and black people can only listen to black music uh and 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 never the twins shall mix right so for most people they just go okay i got to dismiss what you're saying because you sound fucking crazy and what you're saying it's not realistic and i do understand you might not like bruno mars bruno mars might not be your cup of tea and i don't have a problem with you not like a bruno mars most people that love bruno mars don't give a fuck if you like him or not that's not Mm. the problem but when you put out when you put out something public you're gonna have a public response yeah i mean you know yeah that is definitely a controversial thing to say and most people are going to just mock you for it i'm not trying to mock her for it to be honest Mm -mm. um because like 
I, I like i you know it's that thing i'll talk about where there's slight degrees of variation in opinion where we both kind of agree that there's a problem and then people kind of attack the person for disagreeing slightly like i don't feel like what she's saying is so like people were really acting like like you damn cool uncle tom like that type of shit and i'm like i mean other than that first tweet which i do feel like comes off as very judgmental of black people like y'all black people and that's what make people mad are letting bruno get a pass and it's y'all's fault yeah. it, like it kind of comes off a little like that i don't know that she necessarily meant it like that or not but as as a way to start like that's why that one tweet got everybody mad because they immediately took offense because it's like i feel like you as a black woman are judging all us other black people right and maybe she is i don't know you know i uh i don't know but right but it's but, like you're blaming us basically for white supremacy uh right which is something we have no control over something that we didn't create so it's not our problem to fix it and it's one of those things where black people are constantly judged no matter what you do we get judged from black people we get judged we get judged all across the board and so black people are very sensitive to that and i don't blame them for right. but we're like hey, hey what you ain't gonna do is tell me what the fuck i'm gonna like and not like and love and not love that's what you're not gonna do today and that's what because it's like you came the tone matters the tone mm-hmm. matters a lot mm-hmm. yeah i, I hear you um yeah and she says uh yes he gives credit to funk artists on occasion he also has a primarily white audience with no memory or care for black artists in bruno's case bringing funk back essentially means funk was a black thing and now i'm giving it to white people that's appropriation i need us to stop relaxing our critical lens on anti-blackness and appropriation when it's non-black poc harming us um the bruno mar uh by the way that's always a conflicting thought to me because it's like it if you're judging the majority of blackness that gives him the quote-unquote pass is that also too not anti-black to then be like the majority of y'all niggas y'all are the problem for letting this dude i need y'all to stop letting this dude work you know what i mean and and also i'm gonna tell you the truth i thought he was just a high yellow light-skinned black man for a very long time i'm not gonna lie i don't know Mm. who else thought that but i was like a lot of a lot of people did that's a cool light-skinned black dude yeah he's filipino i believe um something like that so yeah it, he's not black you know and I he know doesn't now, he doesn't right? identify as black and he's not trying to pass as black um uh so he said she said um she says uh the bruno mars praise is also patriarchal because some of y'all were giving eminem justin tim lake and robin thick passes too. stop it um that's a little weird too because i don't think eminem should really be grouped with justin timberlake and robin thick in my opinion Mm-mm. um and also i think justin timberlake and robin thick we literally watched them have a career that was very white put on blackness for some years and then be like and i'm done with blackness i think it's different for those people because they're like interlopers you know like unless some unless there's just some secret bruno mars shit where he was just out here you know uh doing all this like super white music i don't know where how he would get grouped with them um uh and also there are white women that have come into blackness and shown appreciation for it and gotten that quote-unquote pass whether it be like pink whether it be um uh what's her name uh tina marie tina marie mm-hmm. with, like there's white there's women that have gotten that pass too that we've let you know slide because of 
we feel like they appreciate the culture not just take from the culture um and the reason that people came for timberlake and thick is that they don't think they appreciate the culture i mean it seems simple uh taking our shit repackaging it for white people is not innovation even if those these non-black people sing well it's appropriation period listen you can like bruno mars music and still be critical about how his role in the industry erases black people then and now um i always think that's interesting because is his role erasing black people or is are black people just gonna be erased whether you could kill bruno mars tomorrow and white people aren't gonna come over to the black people no matter what right you know like it's all like it feels like focusing on like i said it's like saying ta-nehisi coast erases black women does he erase the black women or do they never come over to black women no matter who the fuck standing there if it's not him then it's gonna be another nigga because they never ever ever gonna fuck with us directly they're never gonna fuck with black people directly they're always there's always gotta be some fucking intermediary between the blackness and it's been that way forever and bruno mars is just it for some people today but okay. it would always be something yes, sir. you know iggy is a good example of somebody that white people let cook that black people never did and it didn't matter right like she got the she got rich to the tunes of millions because it just they don't they don't they never coming over to all the way to the black side anyway um she says uh b made a legit country song that's 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 that is lit country folks nah bruno makes sings funk music y'all he brought it back well one of the things too didn't beyonce get uh nominated for a award for that at the country music awards so i don't know if that's nah i wouldn't call that nah um it got played on the country music radio too so i wouldn't call that nah um you know uh matter of fact didn't the dixie chicks perform her song yes they did we played the video on the show yeah so yeah i wouldn't that's not a nah i think nah is she can't perform or um you know like she can't even get nominated i think that would be more of a nah uh white folks having an attitude about black music though that's not something that needs to be imitated and that's kind of where i'm getting to at the end of this but we'll get to it the irony is bruno mars did elvis presley impressions as a child the man who stole blues and now he appropriates funk y'all uh (laughs) bruno's first album oh man that's funny because like as a child we going that far back on people because all right going all the way back to childhood bruno's first album doo-wop and hooligans uh, appropriated doo-wop funk is the music that's so central to his life growing up which is it okay all right you know what that's a good point i never heard doo-wop and hooligans maybe that shit is uh maybe that's trash i don't know who invented doo-wop you know also him making a doo-wop album does that mean he didn't listen to any funk as a kid either right i don't know i do have personal feelings about this guy the whole industry is a race of inappropriative of black people but let's be honest about it uh i don't have personal feelings she says i guarantee if bruno mars was femme or identifies a woman we wouldn't be having this conversation y'all let men get away with it a lot y'all once again it, like bruno mars if you want people still like timberlake r kelly robin thick dre eminem a lot of other men too that's on you i hope more's day in the time see some sustained coins from bruno mars giving them quote-unquote credit i hope shaka khan and earth wind and fire get some bags from all this bruno mars quote-unquote credit y'all stay hollering about uh, okay at this point I, it sound like in my opinion she probably was getting roasted so she started kind of responding pejoratively to the responses 
you know which happens because you know you human like you're not gonna have somebody call you out your name 57 times and then be like but i'm gonna hold it together and i'm gonna stay above the fr-. like nah fuck y'all niggas uh you know i'm gonna add to my argument if you petty with it i hope rick james estate and george clinton get some dollars from all this credit bruno mars gives them hope cool and the gang get some cheese off all these credits bruno mars give them bruno mars dad and the one who apparently loves funk had a 50s music review with elvis presley music prominent in the show mars was in it um i don't really and then someone said and i'm truly genuinely asking you're not attacking personally you're making a valid critique just asking how can you be better and she says i don't think it's about being better per se but i do think he can speak more candidly about how his role affects black funk artists uh that person said i think that's fair i don't think it's too much to ask either i wonder if it occurred to him to do that same with the others i don't think fans asking him to him to be asking him to honestly as a business model what he's doing is quite profitable uncritical fans or why so she is blaming it on uh the fans uh and it seems specifically like the black fans yeah and i might be wrong and like Mm -hmm. this is just my perspective a lot of this basically in my opinion this whole argument was i'm tired of your fave like 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 this is basically like if somebody came at beyonce like you was like well y'all fave and the rest of your argument was based off of that you mm. know i'm tired of white supremacy so let me find a way to get that argument out there and use your fave as an example mm-hmm. because i don't like your fave right and when you do that yes you're gonna get pushed back no nobody's going a lot of people are going to uh disagree with you you know it's no personal attacks on my part Mm -hmm. but that's all i heard from her whole conversation you know because it didn't really sound like in my opinion you're demanding us as fans to not support anybody that's not black and you're blaming us for white supremacy and you're blaming us for loving somebody making music this black base is not black we're the problem not the white supremacy not the industry not not uh everything else surrounded about it and so what you're trying you want us to correct something that was never our problem to fix Mm -hmm. and yes people are gonna get mad yes people are gonna get upset yes people are going to tell you that they disagree um and in in my uh personal opinion you started off with the hand clap emotions in most people's minds so they're like oh you want to fight let's fight and that's and that's where it went tone matters you started off on 10 and people came at 10 and it was like that for hours yeah i think um like you said the framing of that first like y'all when we like i think that shit always is gonna stir up people because you're definitely framing yourself as above everybody else come on i'm one of the special ones i'm not the ones i don't follow the clique i don't like y'all fave whoever the fave is people love that shit and it's one of people go well he's my fave so what you ain't gonna do is talk about him and then the war starts well also uh more importantly than you're not gonna talk about him a lot she wasn't she was talking about you she was talking about like she was talking about black people that are fans of this dude like if you're being honest like it wouldn't matter who it is it's basically you're saying you black people are fucking it up because y'all are fans of him um so uh i think um that matters you know um the things i would say because i don't really give a fuck to be honest about bruno mars and that's not a disrespect to him i don't really know what that man thinks or what he does that it's always what i do care about is black people 
okay uh one of the things she cited was this this the country people not fucking with beyonce right uh now in all fairness you know that's a little bit that that depends on how you view it right like it's not like she didn't get nominated it's not like they didn't her song wasn't performed there and all that shit um but what i'll say is this white people are not the bar we should measure blackness by we cannot replace black shit with the way white people operate that's no that will never work and i i don't want to be a part of that we are better than that as black people we the way we currently operate is better than the fucking shit white people do like us having the heart to let people in us having the heart to take all of the 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 quote-unquote stragglers and all the people that um you know uh all the people that we look at and we go um that that like that person is not one of us but they love us and they show appreciation for us and they don't disrespect us so we gonna let them rock with us that is some black shit and also that's the best part of black shit it's the best part of blackness like i'm not taking that away um from anybody you know and i mean it's unrealistic to expect us to stop because of whoever the artist is but i that's the best shit it's why we are so fucking resilient like we have no reason to still be that way after everything we've been through in this country we have no reason to ever feel like our someone can come into our culture and kick it with us and and we accept them we we have we've been betrayed so many times we've been backstabbed we've had our shit like abused we've been systematically destroyed so many times but i'm like that's not that's not a culture i want to be a part of i like i love love that we're like that white boy can rap that is fucking beautiful Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because when when you join white culture and you're a person of color or you're not a white person not a white male or whatever you always have to give up something in your identity Mm -hmm. you always have to give something up you always have to be like i'm gonna go over here well now let me adopt your anti-blackness too so i gotta be a black person that doesn't like black people then i can hang out with white people i gotta be a uh if i'm half if i'm half black half white and i want to kick it with white people i have to accept that they will forever be like well you know you're really black and we're just allowing you to be over here mm-hmm. like i gotta always accept that i'm never in there you know mm-hmm. we look at the people that go to whiteness and flourish and get propped up they always have some fucked up political agenda where they have to like hate everybody else in order to do it. it's always like sage still is seen as like the acceptable black woman but sage still gotta hate black people to be accepted by white people you know um so it to me i always felt like that's so that's what's wrong with whiteness and that's why and that's why i don't think there any level of a litmus test because they wouldn't let somebody come over there and do that shit unless they had political beliefs and shit that were anti like you can be a black country singer but your ass better never talk about politics and if you do you better not be on some black lives matter shit you better not be on some uh you know uh police violence is fuck you better all your songs better be about we just go out drink and hang out with my friends i love america you better be like that that's all you can do you know what i mean like uh, or they will fucking get rid of your ass you know um 
that's not a good thing you know like so so that was one of the things i was thinking about um the other thing is we really have um this melting pot in america quote unquote that um black people we bond with other people of color in a way that uh, no other race does correct you know think about how much hip-hop and kung fu influence each other you know think about how much kung fu influenced the 70s and 80s for black people you know like uh black belt jones you know jim kelly uh where where you're looking at um you know uh the the wu-tang clan um and shit like that where it's like we're i you know and then look at how much hip-hop has influenced the world and and influenced other cultures of color you know when i hear like japanese rap when we go to um oh i love that when we see k-pop Mm-hmm. We, we've talked about that K-pop before was lit. we've gone to uh to uh what's the name of that place we go um you know but you know that restaurant we go mm-hmm. to and they'll play k-pop and there's rap and they're like rap videos and there's like asian people and they're like you know some of them sound like like drake some of them sound like kendrick some of them sound like some fucking gangster ass niggas like i love that we we are the coolest we are our cool is our most uh enviable trait and also our most intangible trait they can never take it from us i'm not i don't worry about them taking shit because they can't take it from us you know it's impossible for no one's ever going to be cooler than us um they can just look like trying they just look like they're trying to be us anyway but there's some people that show so much appreciation um for the culture that i always feel like that's why they get a quote-unquote pass it's not because we just giving out passes it's like nobody gave a pass to iggy how come nobody gave a pass to iggy you think it's just because she's a woman nobody gave a pass to chet hanks either you know what i mean like like it takes something to get that quote-unquote pass where people like you better be supremely fucking talented eminem got by on pure fucking talent like people was just like this fucking white boy can rap like even when you hate him you sitting up there like motherfucker can rap though bet you won't diss him bet you won't catch that diss verse back and and end up uh having it in your career you know like we we influence people um you know we we don't like there and obviously we're not a monolith there's some black people that are gonna be like fuck that shit that's fine but they honestly they're such a minority and more importantly it ain't shit we can do about it so that's the like ultimately that's why i can't even be mad at people when they like well fuck that i don't think nobody not black should make i'm okay cool are then i guess just be mad all the time because it's never gonna stop it's literally impossible to stop and it's not your fault and it's not up to black people to stop it 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 has nothing to do with us to be honest you know if if motherfuckers uh and like i said bruno seems to be doing the quote-unquote best job possible of that of of the impossible task that people always give of like well if you're going to appropriate in this culture you better you got to pass this bar else is appropriation well he's doing all the shit people swear that that's what you got to do and they still don't and some people still not gonna fuck with him it mm-hmm. just is what it is right you know you get that popular you get that famous some people are not gonna ever fuck with you and no it just, matter what you do and i have and i and sometimes just being a human being that's very hard to swallow mm. but yeah you get to the point where you go okay 
some people no matter what you do is gonna be fuck you i've never met you don't know nothing about you you don't know nothing about me it's just for the fact that you tired of hearing about me so it's fuck me yeah and and also like we definitely just like i said when beyonce was dancing in that coldplay video and she had on the like indian goddess garb you know how many black people i saw defending her right to do that shit that was straight up like y'all will not come for my queen y'all motherfuckers gonna you know and even indian people were like y'all need to leave beyonce alone y'all know that that is not something that only indian people do blah 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 uh we've had other bollywood actresses that aren't you know from here that come and do that and sell all this like i remember that big ass discussion and i said the same thing then that i'm saying now which is ultimately i don't know that i understand the appropriation arguments but more importantly even to the fullest extent of the argument i don't know that it matters like i just don't think you can stop it i think you can only voice your displeasure of it and then what right and in my opinion a lot of it is almost similar to feminism everybody got their lines and that's like and that's you know and that's where the quote-unquote sometimes the confusion comes in i'm okay with this but i'm not all right with this this person could do anything they want to but not this person so it it, and all that shit varies across the board when at the end of the day all cross all cultures cross as far as like entertainment and all that stuff in some way shape form or fashion it's all gonna cross yeah and i don't think this sister needed to be attacked because of her Mm -hmm. opinion like i said i saw people talking about it it was like yeah whatever moved on that's me yeah so i feel like i wish more people would do stuff like that where it's just like i don't agree but i'm not gonna argue with you you know like this person has an opinion that it didn't change the world Mm -mm. it's not gonna break the internet it's like it's just y'all being mad that's making it trend you know what i mean like she's gonna you know she has a right to her opinion and the, the fucking um string together her thoughts that way and if that's the you know sometimes uh and and i think this is true of almost everybody you can always string together the worst possible motivations on a person and if that's what you choose to believe then that's your truth right regardless of if it's the truth or not and yeah sometimes but if you but i'm saying like let, i'm not saying if it's the truth or not here's what i'm saying like for example um when people say stuff like oh that dude's just a feminist because he trying to get pussy or he just want to get clicks or you can i can't disprove that no one can disprove that if you know oh they just say that shit because they want to make money off of woke twitter they just oh you just say that shit because you don't believe it but you just act like you like gay people because da 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 no one can disprove you saying that so if you decide that that's my mentality all i gotta do is just all i only thing i can do is just eat it just like okay that's what you think i gotta live my life regardless of what you think anyway to me that's kind of what's up with this like what's he supposed to do you know what what is anybody supposed to do what if all black people decided we're not listening to bruno mars no more would that end all appropriation is that Mm -hmm. gonna end his career is that like what is the goal you know and like i said sometimes i think about this shit with black people because i'm like i i don't know it's i'm always wary of these type of judgments of black people and these critiques of black people because it's always kind of positions this other black person as better than 
no like and it it triggers the special snowflake thing in so many people and that's why the backlash is so harsh because they're like oh you think you're better than us you know who your faves and how come you ain't say nothing when this happening and all that kind of shit that that you know really doesn't matter to her point you know the other problem is i don't necessarily disagree with her point you know if it's a the question is and then what and at the end even she's like it's really not much he can do you know maybe mention those people a little bit more like well then we kind of went through this whole exercise for nothing you know that's my entire point you know but yeah it's interesting because like i said black people do that shit too and i just you know it's always like are we the parts of culture that are shared that are sent out into the world and that change lives and find people are we done with that is that supposed to be over i i I don't know you know like uh let's take uh and i know a lot of people don't like her but let's take adele for instance like Mm -hmm. It's a lot of black people that stand for Adele, and they love Adele. Mm-hmm. Then there's some black people that criticizes her for singing, and you go, well, you know, that's just how her voice sang. Like, she purposely didn't go out and be like, I'm going to get the black chick voice. Like, that's something that naturally comes out of her. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where people just have their minds made up. Some some people, some black people have their minds made up that anything white people do is just evil, and that's that. Right. Also, you know, the other reason I don't get into this shit a lot of this shit is there's other motivations behind it yes and i don't like to suppose other people's motivations so i stay out of it for that reason because i really don't know what the fuck people i i try to take people at their value and their word but you you honestly never know like y'all know what people always talk about they miss 90s music and 80s and shit y'all know what i miss the most from from the old school era i miss when you could say you didn't like a motherfucker and then you didn't need to make an academic argument out of it in the like, pieces yeah like that seems to be have gone away didn't have to write a report mm-hmm mm-hmm like it used to be a i just don't like christian bell then you had to write no bullet points mm-hmm yeah i just don't like public enemy well why not i just don't like them yeah and i don't, I don't and, and and that's that's me when it comes to shit like like if you know i'm i'm straightforward and i ain't got to explain shit to you unless i want to yeah we used to have like you we didn't have us black academic words you know yeah and and some shit does need explanation and shit like that but some shit is just your opinion and that's the end mm-hmm. i missed that it was a great time y'all mm-hmm. i remember when you could just be like uh you know fuck uh vanilla ice and it wasn't like let's break down all the ways that vanilla ice is problematic it was literally just like fuck this nigga because vanilla ice wasn't allowed to cook no he was not like he that motherfucker got that that hot that hot one song off and ice ice baby and motherfuckers it. heard that album and was like oh this white boy is white as fuck bye you know what i mean? like you know they still fuck with that one song that's it i mean that one song was jamming though you know i say his baby is the jam i don't people yeah. try to revise history with mm-hmm. that eminem was a uh, top five rapper for a long time people try to revise history on shit but uh yeah it was you know snow the informer mm-hmm. somebody brought him up in the chat he had that one song that people one was song. like this white okay fuck this white boy and moved out and it wasn't 
27 think pieces i think times have changed so now it's like people start rolling their eyes before it even starts it's like here we go with a with a long rant on what's wrong with him and why i'm a bad person for existing and, and letting this dude make music and shit and i think motherfuckers lose it that way but yeah i just think the way this was framed like this is some shit for black people to do it just bothered people so agreed all right um actually i actually need to use the bathroom but hold on let me pause this real quick i'll be right back all right i see all y'all in the chat room trying to uh tell can to delete my white people news music that i have it hidden in a folder that she can never get to so it's password protected y'all will never be safe <laughs> i was gonna take that part out but i'm leaving it in now uh all right let's get into the bet awards but yeah i like i said to me um i'm never gonna be mad at black people for the fact that we share our culture man and the fact that we that that's gonna be exploited that's gonna happen no matter what but i'm never gonna be mad at us because we we should be the example that more cultures go by um especially black people in america we were people that had our culture mostly stripped from us had to rebuild our culture from fucking scratch basically and we still end up getting the burden on this shit it's somehow our fault like the way that that was framed the it's somehow some shit we not doing that can't be that can't be the result of it just doesn't seem like that's right in my opinion to to then turn it on us it feels unfair um it, it just feels wrong you know uh she obviously everybody's allowed to their opinions and shit but i don't know man sometimes i just look at the way the world is and it's like man how much shit gotta be my fault as a black person like how much shit gotta be black people fault like because sometimes it's like you catch it on both sides where it's like the most woke people think every think it's black people's fault come on and they don't look at it as us navigating the system that's already against us and dismantling us that has oppressed us that every single time we try to raise up there's always some new obstacle and yet it's still kind of our fault at the end of the day like it still comes back down to why y'all doing this and shit and it, it i don't know man it's like i try not to get angry about that because i know that that's coming from a place of people just trying to look for solutions but it's also like your solution is kind of still putting it on us mm-hmm. right and the solution sometimes even though you love your people it's still the foundation sounds anti-black you mm-hmm. know because like i love my people but it's still y'all fault you're like well do you love me do you really right. love me because you're telling me everything my fault and truth be told we all trying to navigate this fucked up world dog like right black people finding a little bit of fucking joy in some music by this filipino dude that and this is why i started the show with this he opened the show yes he did and showed the fuck out like it wasn't just some um oh the novelty of of justin timberlake being white and he got and he don't gotta make this black music but look at him he doing it y'all he dancing like usher like it wasn't that you know what i mean um and also man there's this thing about shared culture that um to me is beautiful because it's the height of humanity to see people share and enjoy other people's culture Mm -hmm. you know it was something beautiful about the wu-tang clan like it's something beautiful about that like 
look at this this oppressed people this oppressed people coming together to make some beautiful music and art and being influenced by each other not being afraid like because that's the other thing this whole like it don't matter if you give credit and shit it does matter come on it absolutely does matter and yes those people did see album sales off of that yes they absolutely did yes some fans i don't know we don't we can never quantify the number but absolutely there are people that listen to bruno mars heard him in an interview talk about uh earth wind and fire and picked up an earth wind and fire album i you know how i know that shit happens is because when we talk about other podcasts even if they've never been on this show they'll be like yo thank you for talking about us people wouldn't listen to our show right so i know it happens with music i know it does hell we probably all done it at some point come on well we didn't know that childish gambino was influenced by uh the g-funk and then somebody told some kid like yeah you know if you really want to hear that you need to actually go check out uh parliament funkadelic and they go here and they're like oh god damn I do. that's a whole genre another genre of music right i remember buying an earth wind and fire album uh because i heard their sample in something else mm-hmm. I, now my daddy played earth wind and fire my whole fucking life i just oh that's old man music right. heard the sample in something else i'm like let me go and check out my dad was on some shit he was on to something you know so you know and this is not um i just want to make make be 100 percent uh clear this isn't even us being saying that ignorant shit about black people appropriate white people y'all playing y'all out here playing guitar and stupid the stupid ignorant arguments that are easy to shoot down right i have no i don't have no tolerance for those either those are oh so you could wear blonde weave like fuck those people too fuck them but yes I i'm can. saying even within the side of we all agree that white supremacy is fucked up and this and this fucking shit up and uh cultural appropriation can be can make us feel a certain way and our emotions are valid um even in the frame of that i still feel a little bit like okay but do we have to frame it for all y'all black people are the problem because it is difficult to look at that sentence structure with the y'all and the we gotta stop it's difficult to look at that and not go you're putting it on us right and you're separating yourself out of the group right so you know it is what it is man i like i said the the beauty of this and why i wouldn't attack somebody for having this opinion why you know i don't i don't i don't even understand how the shit really trended if we're being honest is because it's just her opinion man correct she was tweeting about the bt awards later that night she like i said we follow each other she we've been i've never had an issue with this lady like she's allowed to have her opinion without it having to fit into the monolith that we claim not to have and, and she don't need to be attacked for it. i saw people like doing all types of personal insulting her right. and shit and i'm just like dog it don't even have to be that Mm-mm. you know and i and keep in mind i didn't even know who it was for the vast majority of the day I, me either i was just like yeah okay i can I just, see how that yeah, would be a silly argument or bruno, i can see bruno, bruno that's all i seen right i can see how people would disagree with this that or other and then like by who i when i saw who it was i was just like yeah i mean she because people were also attacking her mo- oh you just want to trend you just and i'm like i don't she probably just really feel that way right we should always start with that's probably how somebody feels whenever someone expresses an opinion that you disagree with i wish we would start there more often because it also saves us a lot of steps correct rather than like you just said that because no maybe they feel that way okay so they don't feel that way let's let's address it now you know but yeah man i just felt uh felt like bruno <laughs> totally sort of acquitted himself in that performance because anybody that had been having 
this surface level argument about the shit when you saw that performance you're like oh speaking of emotions people feel a certain way emotionally when they feel like something's inappropriated right Mm -hmm. like there's a reason that like like i said i don't understand how we make an argument about appropriation without essentially coming to the point where it's like nobody should do anybody else's shit but we all know that feeling Mm -hmm. we all have that moment where it's like yeah dog um you out here with the fake butt twerking dummies and the inflatable titties and shit uh we know that you're really just picking at our culture and you shouldn't be here and allowed to do this we know that it's one of the reasons i love the bet awards because y'all ever notice the motherfuckers never really get to get to shine at the bet awards Mm-mm. like has iggy ever performed nope. and, and, and if she has like it must have been 27 niggas on stage and then iggy came in and did a verse you know what i mean she ain't never won an award even when she was the number one selling hip-hop female artist nikki won that year yeah she never won an award any of the years (laughs) like when she was sweeping at the grammys and all this other people was like she better not bring her white ass over here i don't know if she showed up right um so it's that kind of shit too when it's uh um robin thick is you know doing blurred lines and shit and we're also kind of like yeah nigga don't get too comfortable in your beetlejuice suit like right. um take take that shit damn tv awards and you and molly dance together because we know we know real recognize real robin okay you know what i mean so it's that kind of shit too um and it's also why eminem got a seat at the table with a lot of people because eminem wasn't a hey, yo hey yo son what up dog you know like it wasn't an impression of a black person he was doing um so yeah man I, like i said i feel empathy and i also um understand where the impetus comes from in her in her argument even with me being like bruno's not gonna be the hill to die on and most people aren't gonna have a problem with bruno you know even with that i'm still like i feel you though and i definitely don't feel like she need to be taken down a peg or dissed or called out her name and shit i always feel like that's just it's just fucked up and the world has already got enough anti-blackness and shit in it come on and enough uh people at each other's throat that really don't have that big of a difference it, motherfuckers about to lose friends over shit like this yeah that's important to me yeah but this the thing about bruno after i saw him perform i was like this is why black people this is not about bruno mars this is why black people are the greatest of all time because if you love our shit and you love us we will always love you back yes sir always you get that's a fucking guarantee yeah if, if you tr- if and, and black people aren't stupid they can tell if it's real and genuine genuine mm-hmm. that's why a lot of times when people are faking and they're not real they're not accepted because yeah. go no 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 and they don't come around right like you know it's, it's a reason miley gonna come to bt awards oh she better not bring her ass over there she get booed. Yeah, black people not giving her a pass it's a reason that you know uh justin timberlake came to perform and got showed the fuck out by charlie uncle charlie came through and was like if you don't get your little white boy shit out of here and everybody sweated lost their mind talked about it all year right it's like justin timberlake was never there because we know when the interlopers are about dog it's yeah you know just some people just draw the line at different places yeah she draws her line at uh, and like i said if it's bruno then that means everybody so she draw her line at anybody not black 
making money doing this shit right and okay she, she has the right to draw her line there. Yeah. it doesn't mean anybody's going to agree with you but uh going back to uncle charlie yeah and and the thing that was so beautiful about uh uncle charlie and something that i maybe it's just me i think this is it's a shame is that i've never seen him perform at these larger award shows or he may have, and it may be in a collaboration. With yeah, like, I haven't seen it either. With like, or if it's in a collaboration right, with the Gap but, Band or something. Right, I understand. It's not like that. No, it's a black appreciation because it's a black right. award show, and it's why, look, we have been on the forefront of this shit ever since motherfuckers was calling it the EBT Awards. Come on. Like, I think we even named the episode the EBT Awards. Like, we've been on the forefront of, like, y'all do realize that this is the only award show that's that matters come on like back when people was clowning bet calling it cheap and all this shit now meanwhile every other award show this year fucked up the sound fucked up the getting the who won the right award fucked up uh you know adele had to start over her song and shit every other show had some fuck ups but let bet fuck up and it's all oh, black people ain't shit like it's always been that double standard like twice gotta be twice as good for half the money but uh no i love the bt awards it's the only show the only award show you need to watch if you're black anyway um like i said that that intro with bruno could not have highlighted the day better to start it off because i was like and because it's not about him like Mm -hmm. i said that's why we better that's why we better because we're not like uh you know uh uh the country music awards where people are like i hate beyonce and shit because she said black lives matter we're not like that you know what i mean <laughs> like we are like oh cool you you got some appreciation for us and our culture come through man like please sit up front i don't give a fuck like you partying with us tonight you know um anyway that's why we better and i'm not trying to be like white people Mm-mm. you know they are mm-hmm. not the goal they are not the goal and i understand some niggas goals is to be white that's fine but that's not my goal they are not the goal to then take black people and just put us on top of the pile of the pyramid that's not the goal for me i know that's some people's version of what what this shit is gonna be but my goal is not it'll just be racism but black people winning no 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 keep it all keep it all um anyway so of course the uh leslie jones was hosting yeah and uh she's i enjoyed just, it she's just a ball of energy like i don't even yes. know i feel like leslie wrote three jokes the whole night but everything was just her coming out being a ball of energy like she just came out with everybody's cheerleader you know it was almost like her olympics coverage yes where it's just where she's just like yelling at the like the crowd like jamie fox jamie fox here whoa i felt like that was her whole uh way of hosting yeah and also i think too she was just excited mm-hmm. you know and you could feel her happiness and her excitement and and i love the energy well she's excitable yes she is uh i will say this too i appreciated the timeline because uh, a lot of people uh even black people some of their first introduction to leslie jones is this or they oh. haven't seen her in a long time or they right. or their first introduction was snl mm-hmm. and i've always kind of been a little wary of people that go in on leslie jones too hard because it's like are you going in on leslie jones because you really think she just the sellout coon uncle tom blah 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 are you going in on leslie jones because white people saw her comedy on snl and you don't feel comfortable with white people laughing at her come on like is that what it is 
because be honest with yourself because the critique matters you know because if you just don't like it because what white people think i'm i'm gonna go i'm gonna help you out stop worrying about it white people never gonna think the right thing so you gotta stop worrying about that shit like white people it's like when people say we should stop saying nigga because white people get confused and they say it white no. people invented the word y'all if, if that's if that's your only hang up you might as well start saying nigga all the time because white people never gonna stop calling us niggers yep so just keep it up just fuck them don't worry about them they ain't got shit to do with how we love each other um but it felt like the timeline was a little more relaxed than they are when she's on snl because it's a black room black setting you know uh you know black woman uh that is hosting this event that is very black woman centric um and you know she can make those same jokes and act outs without people then turning around and go she cooning for these white folks because i like that's the thing about saturday night live that i noticed like oh you guys just never heard of leslie jones okay right because she's been around for years y'all yeah y'all that's all it is y'all just literally want her to get on through being one of the blackest acts in fucking in in comedy for 30 plus years y'all want her to get on doing that and then change it up and act respectable for these white people and i'm like yeah i i I, I, no fuck that shit do what you've been doing no you know um and then also some people just don't like her comedy and that's fine too i'm not saying you can't like her uh but yeah you know i felt like it was more relaxed is what i'm saying because she was home right uh people that normally send to t- psychoanalyze every fucking move from her was kind of like you know if they you could tell when they didn't enjoy a set they just be like oh yeah well this one joke was funny or you know i like when she said this or oh you know oh here comes someone like it wasn't just a roaster leslie jones plus i think also we all saw what happened to her during that ghostbuster shit mm-hmm. so it's like yeah uh after we see you get attacked um for just being a black woman in a film we you know the motherfuckers calling you gorilla and shit they hacked your phone yeah man we not about to sit up here and participate in that and add to it and i actually appreciate people taking the time out not to add to that shit um so yeah she came out in a leg in a knee brace come on she said she was old she was like i'm so old i'm wearing on the outside of my pants uh i ain't trying to be cool um uh she's i also like uh she was talking about um how she looked young she's like i look 30 in my mind i feel like i'm 30 but then my mind gotta remind me i'm old and she was like you need to sit your ass down you are 50 bitch if you (laughs) fall one more time you are done (laughs) that's how Uh, your body speak to you for real and it was so old school too because she had a sweat towel come on like it really don't keep it, you know it really don't get no better than that sweat tile uh and then she had to choke about the young girls and they get ready to have sex they take out their pants like an angel floats out yeah she was like will you older yeah, she's like i'll flip my pants down a whole dragon to come out <laughs> dragon was, keep your meat warm right ah! <laughs> uh then the migos won an award for like best hip-hop act um i was proud i knew the song yeah best group was migos uh it was uh, like two chains and lil wayne was nominated which i'm like that's just two solo artists same thing with remy my fat joe no offense but y'all just two solo artists y'all can't be the rap group of the year y'all not a group ah! y'all did an album together that's like making jay-z and r kelly the best of both worlds the group of the year like nah y'all not a group trial call quest got nominated though that album was dope it was 
uh migos gave a great acceptance speech where they thanked their mama and the culture and dipped ah! uh french montana came out and performed with a bunch of little dark-skinned black girls to deflect from them tweets uh <laughs> by the way people took so much offense to this. by the way humanless twitter was in my mentions all night boy did the french montana hive take offense to that joke right there i was like yeah he went full hey guys don't forget i'm from africa kinda um and they was like no he did this video before he made those tweets i was like i was about to respond and be like well so you saying he was faking the whole time damn he always hated black women but uh i did i let it go uh solange performed yes he did um and uh oh and then solange won an award too which was dope you know and kevin Rich, her armpits was sweating mm-hmm she gave a great speech uh i did notice in the audience tyrese was there with his wife and i didn't even make a joke about it because i'm grown i'm mature now y'all mm-hmm. i thought about it a lot a lot of ways i could have made that but i said no not even gonna roast tyrese like that nope it's a good night we all family uh vince staples had a great sprite commercial if you guys don't get a uh, chance to see it that sprite commercial was the best mm-hmm. he walked in and like they was playing like the carnival games he knocked down all the sprites told them they won <laughs> yeah he was, that was awesome that dude's a funny person man he, he did an interview on the daily show with trevor noah i'm like he's just a funny dude man he like got a he might can do something with acting or something a comedy outside of just music if he ever decides to in addition to being a talented uh rapper um they showed the, the trailer for that detroit movie uh that shit like a horror movie yeah it sure did i i was like and the monster um, is racism come on that man running for the police and all he got is groceries he's trying to take to his baby i was like i might be out i knew it was gonna get filthy that night because they gave the gospel awards right away early and they didn't even perform they didn't have no gospel people perform this year they normally have like a a smooth hot 15 minute section they was like nope not this year y'all this one was for the heathens y'all uh tamala man uh i noticed she got nominated but she didn't win lecrae won but uh tamala man man i say this every time i see her she looked like the grapefruit lady to me don't she don't she's so thick yeah but i just mean like when they showed her picture i always think of the grapefruit lady mm-hmm so anyway just like her too and uh mm. uh leslie made jokes about little yachty yeah little boat mm-hmm. uh post malone was there performing i didn't even know post malone was white like he was performing in some prom tux bottoms like from the 70s ah! like or doing some bone thugs cosplay or some shit oh I, I was like all right i guess they let him cook i don't know uh that anything about that dude mm-hmm. um uh also who else is there um oh and then he performed with like i think he performed with the migos if i'm not mistaken and everybody went crazy like and i was like this also was dope even the audience at our shit is better right the audience was actually they actually be dancing knowing the words the song like they're not too cool for the show Mm-mm. like it don't matter what level star you are if you're in the audience your ass is in there like uh raindrop drop top yeah. like that shit was dope man you know what i mean because we are fan of we fans of each other right 
like there's shared, there's shared bonds of blackness and commonality where you come through and you're like oh yeah we all know this song don't matter if you're a fucking dignitary right like i saw you know except uh like i saw deborah lee in there and i was like deborah lee look like everybody mama when you play this song in the car ah, she's like i just want to be sure the sense of man is doing his job she's like i don't know the words but this is jamming she was getting a little jam on i can move a little bit uh tiffany haddish was still in character from girls trip and i loved it she was dancing her ass off oh she was everything um let's see who else performed um uh oh yeah remy ma gave an award um and it was funny because i was like remy ma is the reason we won't be seeing onika tonight because Nicki minaj didn't show up no mm-hmm. uh remy ma was looking so good oh my god papoose black love you won bro you <laughs> sat he sat on that investment the whole bid because he knew what he was getting when she got out he said it's worth it and i don't blame him uh the trailer for the gunslinger movie looks great with idris elba can't wait to see that mm-hmm. uh netflix got so many black shows they actually had a commercial on the bet awards step your game up amazon and hulu yeah netflix no netflix be knowing they're like hey we know our audience is we know why uh who was it uh luke cage was like the number one rated but it's like luke cage the get down dear white people they did um, all the black shit they all like, the black shit they was like, oh the niggas over there yeah yeah we want that money i'm like uh can't um amazon what you what you doing over there people give you all this credit where, where y'all black shit at you know what i mean like hulu y'all getting more shows where the black shit bro gotta give them gotta i mean i gotta give credit where it's due man um also dory wood jr said the most gangster shit netflix does is advertise on cable net- networks he's like because essentially he's <laughs> but he's right because it's like that's the competition and y'all letting them advertise on your shit right they're, they're like we'll take your money because they're taking the money right um <laughs> uh so then uh i was and i remember thinking i wonder if remy Maga perform sheetha tonight uh i was like i don't know none of her and fat joe songs together other than all the way up uh and i think they did that last year uh they got a new tv show about comedians on the road and george lopez is in it and uh i was like "Uh (laughs) uh-oh i seen him i was like yeah i don't know uh carrie champion came out to introduce an award for the the bennett brothers uh these two nfl dudes that are super woke super pro black they had a charity where they're going to give all their money to uh black women um and uh i thought it was interesting one carrie champion's legs are unfair i don't know if y'all ever seen her on just regular tv she her legs are bioluminescent i'm convinced dog like them joints shine like they glow in the dark uh but then two ah these dudes got the got this award you know got you know the spotlight on them and i was like they so woke the nfl gonna have to blackball them after tonight oh lord like there's no way they can go back to work monday so hopefully those brothers can find another job because i don't think adele knew they were doing it uh trey songs before mr steal your girl mr steal your girl and he started with a song that was talking about i only need one girl and shit and how much he love her and then he ended that shit with uh some ghetto kama sutra i was like okay now there's 17 women dancing on your couch grinding i don't know what you want make up your mind don't you cut me off i'm gonna fuck crazy you understand don't do it don't do it you 
me out. Don't do. Don't cut me out. All right, let me go to the next segment. I see we're up at 120. Give mm-hmm. me a second, guys. We'll be right back. Um, but yeah, he uh, his performance went from classy to raunchy. It was just one girl dancing in a dress and shit. Then all of a sudden, the, the the screen went dark. Came back. It was a bunch of girls in lingerie grinding on each other and shit. And I was like, okay, well, this is more like the Trey songs I know. Mm, right. And did did we miss Lala? Or she ain't came out yet. Uh, I don't think we got to that yet. Okay. Uh, we'll get. Oh, my stuff must be out of order. My bad. Uh, did you put it in latest at the top when you, uh, organize it? At the top, it say latest, and that's how you get it in, uh, sequential order. Okay. 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 Are you at the actually twitter.com? Oh, yeah. I went to Twitter to do it. Okay. I need to get the fuck out of this. What, what are you at? The tweet deck, and that's not. Oh, no, that's fine, too. I mean, it should be in order if it's, if you got it in there, it should be in order. Well, I mean, look, feel free to chime in. You don't gotta wait on me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, this ain't, I ain't telling you what to do. Just yeah, Lala was looking good. Yeah. I don't remember when she came out. As, I don't, I'm not doing the exact order. I, okay. Lala came out. I had. I mean, I was gonna bring it up because Lala was looking so good. Uh, fucking Carmelo was on uh social media celebrating her birthday, calling her his Earth. <laughs> That's when you know shit was. And she looks. She was the Earth and all the constellations in that dress. Honey, though. she was so fine, and the gifts was off the chain of his. The the timeline lit up with Carmelo Anthony gifts yes and i'll tell you something else um Derek fisher was there so i'm like i hope he don't crash carmelo car coming back home i hope not tonight you know he already crashed one get another dui and carmelo whip this time uh but yeah nah lala was uh she was looking fine as fuck mm-hmm. and, uh i think she went up there with kofi or as the sisters call him coffee uh ah, yes coffee uh yeah she went up there with a dude from uh ralph angel basically from queen sugar yes and uh i was like man that chocolate man is everything and i love how they essentially was roasting mellow even though he wasn't there everybody was like mellow look at hey lala you looking good look at lala good you been in the gym Woo, girl you oh this is lala looking like she ready to you know like everybody had the same yeah. jokes I was like, damn, Mello, you know you fucked up bad. Sometimes you gotta see other people appreciating a woman for you do. But, uh, yeah, she can go move on now. Uh, um. Oh, and also, they had a Boys to Men commercial. Yeah, about the pharmacy. That was, I wasn't ready for that one. Yeah, that was a good one. They sang about the symptoms of being gassy and stuff. Yes. Um, yeah, that was, that was a good one. I don't know if I could handle them singing behind the counter when they trying to tell me about, <laughs> give me a description. Yeah. It was. I probably was out laughing. Yeah, it was good. It was a Geico commercial. Yeah. About side. It was, you know how they do like, the Geico do insurance? Well, it's boys and men know how to do such and such. And then it's like, they have a, a commercial after that. That's basically what this ad was. Um, and they were in a pharmacy as a woman was getting her prescription they was like i think it was like can boys and men make anything sound good and uh they did so your new prescription does have a few side effects oh like what you're gonna have dizziness nausea and sweaty eyelids and in severe cases chronic flatulence so gassy girl so gassy if you're boys to men you make anything sound good it's what you do 
If you want to save 15% or more on car insurance, you switch to GEICO. It's what you do. Next. Next. And welcome to the GEICO uh, YouTube channel. There you guys go. Subscribe now to find funny commercials. All right, that's enough boys man um uh they had a great video about leslie jones basketball camp that was funny yes yes that was so hilarious then the technique she was using us that was so hilarious the devil's elbow come on and it was 5k five thousand dollars cash only no website no right refund. she was like look cash only my niggas yeah it was funny um no credit Mm-mm, no traveler's checks uh chris brown performed and i'm like how is he legally allowed to be in the building tonight right i was like i might get punched here just sitting at my house watching yeah like look putting on an award show is hard mm-hmm. and um i do understand that it is morally and just it's hard to um be an award show that's gonna shun one of the most popular acts apparently in america right but i it's i don't give a fuck how many times it happens it's always gonna be awkward to see chris brown perform knowing that this dude has been accused of abusing women multiple times Stalking. chronically in, in in trouble and shit and still has a throng of fans that support him no matter what and many of those fans being black women and black girls it's always gonna be awkward and fucked up i i mean the amount of people that responded to my tweet which was how is chris brown legally allowed to be here tonight because i know karuchi has a strain restraining order against him so Um, so i guess she didn't come she was there i'm guessing she had to sit in the back during his part i don't know but i just remember being like yeah how is this possible uh also this is the second time somebody's had restraining orders against this dude and came to the award show that he was at so i don't know maybe it's different when you're working i i don't know the rule yeah the rules might be different i yeah i don't know how it's legally possible but you know the point being like it's reprehensible that this dude is still out here getting a pass you know i'd rather have a thousand bruno mars and one chris brown come on um when it comes to this shit but it is what it is he's there he performed the other part is and i and i think it's just obviously music is subjective right i don't i'm not a fan of his and i never really was a fan of his i initially was but not now okay so i never was a fan so for me it's always kind of been like what's the point yeah now now i'm not gonna lie i think when chris brown came out he was really young i I was in my 20 somethings when like he he initially came out now his first album i you know this is before all the other shit with rihanna and all that stuff his first album was flames once this stuff started coming out and i started finding things i was like there's almost like r kelly there's no way i can listen to your music now and associate anything positive and, and me personally anything positive with it so i just stopped listening yeah, he just a, he just seemed to be a fucked up individual man he just and he don't care like it is what it is he don't have to care i mean he, yep. rich, he rich as fuck he goes where he wants does what he wants i mean all the shit that he has done he ain't never go to jail for it i mean it is what it is uh-huh. society has decided that he's gonna get away with that shit and he's a rich famous attractive man uh it just is what it is but um for me i never really was a fan of his so it's all so it's like an extra layer to me being like why is he still around he can't sing and the every year passes he stops being able to dance more and more so now it's like what are y'all even inviting him for but it's just he's that popular and it's not like the end like people blame the fans but also the industry ain't shut them out they sure haven't you know whether it's award shows or just artists other artists keep working with the dude yeah they do 
um so i i guess it just don't matter um chance won a rapper of the year i believe um yeah and the thing with chance it was so now this isn't when he got his humanitarian award but... okay and even before that mm-hmm. i've always um put like this i've heard of chance but i didn't really listen to chance until his like latest album and he's such a positive dude and he's so positive that i was like i've always cheered him on like for me it didn't matter okay he's a positive dude keep doing positive things yeah i like chance uh what the thing that's funny to me is watching people come on to him because he's such an infectious positive dude um they stumbled onto something with his marketing because i remember when it was 10 day um the 10 day album which uh still dope you know y'all people ask why i got that cocoa butter kisses song from the shit that's from the 10 day uh album i believe um or maybe it's from his first anyway um you know i fuck with chance heavy uh especially the fact that he kind of came in the industry and was able to get in without no uh label and shit and all that stuff super power move but he's also a marketing genius and i think that doesn't get enough recognition like that positivity shit that's all branding too mm-hmm. it doesn't mean he's not a positive person but right. there's other positive people that don't have a rep he has mm-hmm. which is like leave chance alone when he gets on he just represents a guy that loves his god and and all the shit and i've always been kind of amazed by that because you know who else loves god kendrick you know who else loves god kanye but it's not received with the same joy like he celebrates his joy and love of his religion in a way that these other cats really haven't found a way to tap into kendrick's scared of god and uh kanye's just comforted by the fact that god forgives all sins right but 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 chance is the only one that seems to be wanting to celebrate and spread the joy and the charity of god to other people um you know so i like i think that is just smart marketing and i like his marketing mm-hmm. um and anyway uh diddy got up and um uh got got uh i think he presented an award or something and he told everybody his documentary is coming out can't stop won't stop because you know he always grinding always promoting something ain't he though and i was thinking about it man like all them years ago suge knight was talking about diddy all up in the videos but now diddy got enough video footage to put out a documentary about his life and you all up in the gin pop so i feel like diddy won right and it's one of these things too where him and beyonce and some of these other people they actually did a lot of video recording of their life before a lot of this shit was before a lot of people started recording their lives like they are now yeah and so like he literally has found footage of himself that literally nobody else got Mm -hmm. of course so it's one of these things where like you said you can joke about it but hey like like you say he got probably hundreds of thousands of hours of footage that mm-hmm. they can ready to chop and he can ready to make that guap uh caramel m are trash um that they are and uh there was leslie between like one of the one of the the the, the uh, performances uh leslie was down talking to a, a young dude she patted that dude on the butt slapped that booty yeah I, she I did rubbed her hands together it was right before uh mary J. I definitely didn't tweet that shit stuff that sounded like just what i would have tweeted blige performed. come on and she performed listen mary been in the gym yep she performed angry 
she came out there and sang the fuck can do isaac song yeah she's a, i did not come to play with you hoes right and it was so good can do isaac fucking went on instagram during the show and to and posted something <laughs> oh i didn't know this because she was talking shit man i, I don't uh, know what song it was but honey she was singing <laughs> angry whatever song that was it's it I, like it seemed like she had waited all the years of that marriage to sing whatever the name of that song was you know yeah because because one thing about mary i'm gonna tell you right now i don't care if you think mary can sing mary can't sing that's irrelevant mm-hmm. you feel whatever emotion she's going through and that's a lot of black women's connection and pain is something that woman and anger is something that woman can can sing yeah like too many people i think get caught up in the uh well, I mean, well, now it's just, we've always known Mary ain't the strongest vocalist or the strongest dancer. We've all known that. But it's always been about the fact that she, like, her emotions right. when she's on the mic is always fucking amazing. And, and there's no price, <clears throat> there's no price you can put on how she makes you feel. Right. Like, um, I understand y'all might want Adele to sing at your wedding or something, but I want Mary J. Blige to sing in my divorce. You come know? on my divorce party she gonna be there <laughs> like she she know how to sing them bitter angry side chick well she gonna be like i sacrifice mm-hmm. and you can leave me at a drop of a dime i'm like yes mary somebody said she didn't do a two-step but she did do a two-step it just it was a little slower okay not we're not gonna we're not we're not we're not roasting aunt mary tonight okay it's not happening guys but uh kendu isaacs was so uh taken aback from that, by that shit uh he went on on the ground and uh said uh put a picture of mary and said i love you to death mary j blige i can't even begin to understand why you are going on about this way you the way you have been i never wanted to discuss our life airing the laundry you know me better than that you and i really need to talk and stop all this negative nonsense i love you and i will always regardless of your actions shout out to the bet awards for making that happen like because can do black ass was watching <laughs> she been singing that song and performing all over the place yeah she had but can do couldn't miss it because he know his phone blew the fuck up all his all his twitter instagram and snapchat was 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 cracking after when mary went up there and like you say she she done slimmed down she done got fine honey she's up there sparkling and shit mm-hmm she did love yourself which oh love yourself is my shit and I love that she got the version with ASAP Rocky um, now because the Kanye verse is whack as fuck on there. Like, I tried, y'all, but Kanye, sometimes Kanye just be on some other shit and he started that shit like, I decided to stop using my race as a handicap or some shit. I was like, nope. Your break song. Get the fuck off of here, Kanye. What you doing? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, B- BT gave us a meanwhile on Instagram. Yeah, if I knew the name of the song, I'd play it right, y'all, right now. Yeah, I don't know the name of the song. Hold on. Yeah. Can we find it? What is on Apple Music? I mean, I'm on Tidal right now. I got the whole album. I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, I still got to go through it because I, I know I've, I've been saving it. But yeah, if y'all got the title of the song, I'll play the shit. Cause yeah, what's the title of that song? That song started off. Like, I mean, I it literally was just like you took my money and gave it to that bitch. And I was like, God damn! Ah! It ain't even no subtext to this. You didn't even try to. She did everything would be like, can do Isaac. Fuck you. It's your fault. So anyway, yeah. Um, let us know chat room because I don't know the name of the song. 
uh but she was looking so good i said she making me want to be the next dude to try to get half you know what i'm saying ah Woo, she like she she had been in the gym didn't she um so uh yeah she was out there looking good like like my big mama's house the beaded curtain uh to the kitchen ah! outfit that she had on uh jamie jamie fox came out and he was funny as fuck yes he was uh like uh it definitely made me wish that like he would come back and host another year because i always forget how much i like jamie fox because he's so irreverent like he don't really give a fuck about nobody's feelings and he even roasted his own self and that horrible movie he did called uh sleep uh called sleepless come on like oh it set me free is the name of the song all right let me see if i can play it uh but yeah he roasted his own movie it was like i had to promote it man but you knew the movie's terrible when you promoting it it's just what could i say right i was like damn this is so good this is so true too uh let me see if i play this but yeah that movie was terrible don't go see sleepless y'all Tell me how you figure that you made me and you gave me what I had before I met you and gon' have it when you're gone and how you fix your mouth to say I owe you when you had another bitch and taking trips and shit with my money for so long we must have lost it nigga you won't get a dime but all you gonna get too bad I can't get back my time is it all this time I'm gonna be alright be just fine she uh dropped that hot fire oh she was like you gonna get all these flame emojis all the pettiness was right she let all the rage inside that's on stars they like you mad go tell them why you mad son <laughs> right. and she was like i'm gonna sing it right soon as she started uh performing i could feel the evil just inside just Ooh. the anger it was coming out of her, y'all. It was coming out. Mm-hmm. She was oh, my God. It's coming ah! out of her. I can call my father, Jesus! It was coming out of Mary J. Blige, y'all. Uh, Bruno Mars won an award, which means he's, uh, if you guys all know the, the rules, he's officially black now. It counts. Look it up in the rules for blackness. If you do win a BET award as a non-black person, uh you do officially get some blackness it does have to be renewed every 10 years like a uh passport but ah, uh, the was still valid. bruno mars we will be trading um we'll be tra- <laughs> we will be trading herman kane uh for bruno mars the rights to him uh and a 2020 draft yep uh then jamie had to promote his new um movie 
baby driver which i think looks good i want to see it i do too but it was also funny because he had to talk about that shitty movie he was in uh the hard part from got for jamie's barber has to be remembering where to draw his hairline when he's promoting a film so that it matches that current film yeah you know when he's doing promotion it's like oh man hold on where we draw those where we do this during the movie uh but yeah i'm into it man mm-hmm. um big sean performed in the most monotone but able to rap ass performance that was long as fuck uh but kanye was right about big sean he lasted way longer than people thought i did think his little uh background dancers doing rap hands in a sweater was kind of uh like what we're matching clothes that was kind of dope um i don't know beyonce did it better before anyway uh he but he he was kind of dope with that shit and i thought it was also funny because uh uh my man three carry on idols was like why the fuck is he just wearing that, that like fucking sweater that gap sweater or wherever the fuck he got it from and i was like well he had to get that sweater he had to get it nine times for all them background dancers he had to go find a sweater that he could buy nine times <laughs> them niggas was all dancing anyway um uh khalid uh wait khalid performed um the dude that made american teen that's a dope album if you guys get a chance to yeah that dude was because he performed live and he was really he he's really smooth i might go check that out he went to the dwayle school of close enough where you skip full syllables and words while singing so you might not make out all the words of the live performance but you get the gist Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they had a conveyor belt that everybody was using to get on the stage and i swear to god somebody was gonna fall I, it's a miracle they that like cardi b or somebody didn't fall and sue the fuck out of bet oh, they need that, to do that they did that last year too they need to get rid of that shit I was like, somebody gonna bust their ass hitting that thing and not realizing because the thing it's like an escalator you got to be prepared for it right or either and sometimes even if you are prepared for it you might step on it wrong because it's it's a it's a it's moving right and um, Cardi B came up there and she was everything. Right. Um so yeah, that was that was cool. Um uh <laughs> Yar Shahidi got uh introduced. Uh she she won an award. I forget what it was, but D, D- Ray Davis was up there with Cardi B and uh I forget who the other woman was he was up there with. And he was he was like well they said y'all said he she said she going to college y'all <laughs> i said that's the blackest shit because you everybody know they got an uncle or somebody like that when you like oh it, was, it sounded like he was so proud of her gonna be somebody y'all said he everybody daughter going to college right uh escape came out and performed a reunion show yes and everybody 30 and over with escape as and, i live and breathe right and everybody under 25 going why tiny up there singing all the, it was so good because it was first of all everybody on the escape now is a thick snack and mwah. come on I, if i had known i just had to wait 17 years i would have been a fan of escape even more back then but uh you know as i now i'm looking for groupon tour tickets because i know it's gonna be on groupon come on uh, i might have to go see my bays in, and some in of y'all favorite reality stars we used to right. be on escape and you didn't even know people was like what that's Candy. on escape candy was out there everybody was out there um but yeah it was it was cool i enjoyed their performance and everybody's getting their life um and uh tiny next year gonna probably go to the mary j blige just got dogged out gym and flourish come on and she was looking good and she was showing all them legs right i was like what about total though uh come on that's (laughs) the next one 
yeah uh but yeah everybody was having a good time i was in the house just kick it hey, it was such a good man, time most man i was like yeah mm-hmm. um then they had another good skit that was uh leslie jones visiting herself when she 30 years ago when she worked at the roscoe chicken and, and waffles that shit was hilarious right my favorite part is the end where she was like uh when she had to go back to the future side like, yeah you gonna host the bt was and she's like what's that she's like uh it's a channel for black people it's like it's like the oscars she's like yeah but for black people uh she was like uh and i'm you gonna be on saturday night live for real what's that uh white people in living color uh but yeah the last part she was like oh yeah before i leave don't get on twitter and stop taking them naked pictures (laughs) (laughs) and then she she like went to the future that was hilarious then mask off got performed by future who came on stage with a with a diamond encrusted mask a bane mask right somebody somebody said you you adopted the lean i was born in it uh at any rate i was like man i like mask off a little bit i like but what i really like is kendrick i was like i wish kendrick was there he was there yeah, k-dot came out of nowhere he did that that fucking kendrick verse from mask off oh i was getting my motherfucking life oh i love being black oh i just i love it so much because it's like they was reading my mind all night all the people i said should win won. all the performances i was like man this would be so much dope if they did oh they did it they thought of everything you know i was oh i was bitch my hair down prince lived through me get your ass up and be inspired oh god i love that shit anyway um the women for girls trip came out and uh presented the award to uh new edition the lifetime achievement award or whatnot mm-hmm. and of course uh um uh deborah lee came out um as well um which means it was the annual shading of deborah lee time but i want to say something you guys black you blacks let me speak to you ah! like like the tweet you blacks did a better job this year mm-hmm and y'all like honestly though black people have consistently gotten better with stopping the shade of deborah lee because i always felt it was a little unfair right i always felt like they came at her like she wasn't a black woman they came at her like the changes she made gradually to that network weren't for the best come on some of that stuff like some of that stuff had to go it did you know like i remember people getting mad at her for getting rid of uncut but it's like dog she won a serious network you know like mtv ain't got no version of uncut they come on three in the morning i know it's some black shit but you know like at some point this show this network had to make some moves you know um and she's been there for fucking 20 years running a major corporation and i'm glad to see people starting to give her some credit Mm because black people were also blaming her for everything man like even if it was beyond her control right like just shit that's not like y'all got bought by vodcom yo dog you gotta pay for something somehow right and she didn't sell it even with this award show man i didn't even get into it but people being like so y'all give a chance a humanitarian award but it's brought to you by walmart if walmart gotta put up some money for the charity then yeah it's brought to you by walmart it sure is if it's you know what i mean like if because normally it's some money attached to that kind of shit it's not like you know people i wish they wouldn't have commercials well it's not a free thing and it's not the oscars and it's not like they can't go into uh fucking serious debt like that like fucking abc or nbc does every year 
like the award show is gonna be the one of the most watched shows and they do need to make a profit and most of the fucking commercials are for black shit right i don't know why shay so, moisture ain't do an ad they should have did an ad what's going on shay mm. anyway but yeah man it was like you know i was so happy to see her not get shaded this year uh and uh, this i'm sorry this is for chances award this humanitarian award and then <sighs> the real flotus came on the screen forever gave, our first lady forever our lady come on gave uh chance the rapper uh his award um she had one shoulder of her dress was hanging off like barry had just walked up behind her and kissed on the neck of her neck come on <sighs> and then chance got with his award and he preached and talked about how he's only 24 and uh i love what he said because two things that struck to me about his speech one he was talking about what he could have said like we need to boycott uh i forget which corporation it was because they they didn't uh give money to this the chicago schools or something like that or he said i could have got up here and said you know this other political thing but he said actually what i what i the i'm here i'm here to say that i want to be a better person that I, that I need to he said because we need to work on ourselves first and at first i was like don't don't say black on black crime like i thought he was gonna say something like that but he was like no i want to be a better father i want to be a better uncle to my nephews a better cousin to my family members i want to be a better man i'm only 24 i don't know that i necessarily deserve this he was the youngest person to ever win but he was like i want to be worthy of this i want to take the love that i've spread so far to just my city and make it global i want to help everybody and i was just like he's such a positive person (laughs) and 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 the the thing about chance like i said i just i'm one of them people where i just recently got introduced to chance i was like like i said before he's such a positive person such a happy person his album will literally lift your spirits like it's just happiness all around that dude and not trying to be funny, for him to be 24, he has accomplished more than some people have in their lifetime. He gave a million dollars to the Chicago school systems and told them, I want your shit to go to here, here, here. I want your shit to go after school. He's actually doing tours. He's giving back to the community. Like, he started a nonprofit. It's, it's shit that I did not try to be funny. I know he did a lot, but I didn't know he did this much. And he's one of those people where... He's not just talking, he's doing, and his actions behind what he does. And you have to, you kind of have to give people praise when praise is due to them. And this, and, and he deserved this, in my personal opinion. Now, I thought it was dope, man. Yes. He's just got good energy, man. Yes, he does. Um, so yeah, he gave his speech. Uh, he was dope. Um, uh, and then of course, all the black people kept looking at the screen like Issa was looking at that Best Buy shirt. Come on. Uh, waiting for Michelle to come back. But, um, maxwell performed and i'm sorry can't take maxwell serious no more after check the numbers bitch mm-hmm. uh G- dm that he sent oh girl like hey man it's just it is what it, i can't stop i can't ever think of him without being like you fucking phony like you know all it's woman's and, and work because he sings so soft and crude and then it's just like he also sent somebody idea talking about check the numbers bitch i just can't take him seriously man right, and my time line it up with uh maxwell gifts mm. uh tyrese got up and tried to do some religious stuff but he ain't no chance Mm-mm. uh Mm-mm. i was just happy he didn't start off with ladies so he better not have. uh then uh they they did a tribute to george michael 
yeah it was really good elder barge came out and sang and i said yes another year sober he was singing a hell of that song mm-hmm um and then uh that's when they did a dope ass tribute to new edition mm-hmm. where they had all the kids from the movie come out saying both generations and then actually like it was a long ass delay where everybody was like because new edition accepted their award and we're like what the what's taking so long and leslie jones wasn't out there and it was just quiet and silent i think it was supposed to take a lot shorter than it did but uh yeah new edition got up and then they performed and then they performed with all three generations with the kids and the and with the kids the middle age new edition from the from the uh from the miniseries and then the actual new edition like the old dudes and let me tell you something <clears throat> ralph Tresvant. ralph looked like i was rooting for ralph like uh pookie doing jumping jacks in the carter because he looked he looked rough he it, it, he uh he he like y'all don't want to hang with old eddie kane like he like that y'all it it was not it was not good Mm-mm. i mean he had a hat on he had i didn't even shirt recognize was, that was him at first right i was like i hope everything okay with, right. with him because, you know right and the thing is normally everybody's concerned about bobby but the thing about bobby bobby knew his spot because well i don't know if people knew on a low when they did certain things bobby took his ass off stage mm-hmm. and was like oh, okay now I, I i can do this the rest of that shit wins me out yeah because last time we saw him he passed out and i'm like yeah. we all just rooting for bobby not to pass out right. at this point Bobby was like nope i know my cue here like, okay I, I do a hot five minutes take a 10 minute break all right i'm back for the two-step and then after they had everybody on stage they reminded me of the greatest r&b group of all time of course boys 12 uh yes boys 12 i'm and it was not it was so beautiful to see them at all that it was literally white across the stage and it was choreographed and it it was really really beautiful kendrick won an award then Issa Rae came out looking delicious yes she did but mc light introduced her as yar saidi at first and i'm like oh um but oh man Issa Rae. someone i don't remember i said i, I thought she was fine last year and some dude had to block him on twitter because i don't think so she looked like nigga get the fuck out i don't care what you think her skin is motherfucking flawless number one ain't she oh my god she fine as fuck anyway uh she was up there presenting the award looking like a snack of course um and uh they went from like i want to say they honored uh i forget who they honored but um it, I, I forget who they honored but it was like another another jam which I, it was funny because it's like uh i remember earlier they had honored women and then went to like uh who was it that was it future it was somebody where we was like or chris brown maybe it was like i think that's what maybe it was chris brown before whatever it was it was like whatever oh uh, anyway um beyonce won an award and then she sent her twins from the future to accept the award on her behalf it was amazing just like her i said oh my god she's she time she has a time machine it explains so much about her how she's able to handle her business so efficiently she knows future she's been making her albums in the future that's why you never Ah! hear it never leaks and drops she already made that she made the album years from now 
and then she bring the album back to the past it's a foolproof way to handle the shit yes it's amazing it's uh anyway they came out actually i think it was like those uh those two girls that she that she has on her label mm-hmm. that uh which uh i can't remember the names right now but um and i feel like beyonce so i was like well y'all speaking on her behalf <laughs> yeah well you know what i thought was cool was um they didn't get to perform this year she found a way to get them on stage yes sir remy ma won an award and she came up and her first words were are you dumb and then she uh rep for all of uh the bronx and then uh dropped several lines of sheetha and i was like so she did get to perform it i was right mm-hmm. <laughs> then dj Khaled performed he had earmuffs on his little baby oh uh, i don't his baby is so precious mm-hmm. like i love the way niggas get their kids on because he was like oh my baby gonna executive produce this shit my my baby gonna make money before he turned one and it's one of those things where it and he had no this uh baby powder blue suit and they had like a picture of him and his daddy in the same outfit no it wasn't his daddy uh it was him and gucci man had the same outfit oh no he had one with his baby in him I, I, well it might not have been for the award show but i seen yeah that, i was gonna say because that uh Khaled didn't wear a tux he had jogging suits on all night yeah so this picture might have been taken like beforehand oh. but the, but the baby had that same outfit on and he had a uh an outfit on just like it and they matched and it was so uh it was so precious and that little baby was everything and i i'm like how can you hate on this dude this dude is just so happy and just green dj Khaled. yeah i thought it was dope uh the performance and everything um you know another non-black person fucking with us that you know we give him love back mm-hmm. you know uh chet hanks was there um and Irv Gotti was promoting uh, some type of movie, some type of show called Tales, where I guess they tell stories from hip hop, but hip hop songs, but make it into whole ass shows was, or whatever. I was so, so confused. I was also so confused. Okay, guys. I wanted to be sure I wasn't the only one. Uh, but yeah, he uh, he also had Chet Hanks up there, but he also had Tammy Rivera up there with a fine ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, Walker, you fool, you poor fool anyway she's, she's so thin she is but you know what she stayed so maybe i'm stupid maybe well, i can do it is doing i don't know anyway so uh that happened and then uh what else happened um scissor performed uh she got to perform two songs um and uh she's well, that was my first time actually ever hearing her and she was so smooth yeah she got compared to uh erica badu by the way this is when it was going into overtime like we was over the 11 30 deadline yeah for quite some time this, this shit was point. happening on the west coast right we on east coast time so you know they time it's like nine o'clock mm-hmm. it, nigga we pushing midnight over here right but uh she performed uh she was dope uh my favorite thing about uh uh her was her hair was just like her hair was so huge but yeah somebody compared her to um mary j blige I mean, no, to Erica Badu, and Erica Badu retweeted it. Was like, slow down. I was like, Erica's so shady for no reason. Everybody love that girl. Um, uh, let's see what else happened. Um, I want to say that was pretty much the end. I can't remember if anybody performed after her, but it was pretty, basically time to wrap up and uh, uh, get. I think Chance performed with Khaled, so. Mm-hmm yeah that was about it man um then they had the after party and apparently niggas was fighting 
Oh, I didn't see none of this. Yeah, well, I mean, they didn't show. I don't think they showed it on TV. Oh, okay. Chris Brown and the Migos allegedly fought. Joe Budden allegedly got beat up by the Migos. So I guess the Migos just came to hand out fades. <laughs> oh, Lord. Right? It was like, <laughs> I guess it was out there like, uh, rain, uh, raindrop, elbow drop. <laughs> Hitting on a two piece in the top, in the top, top. <laughs> uh, you but, went ready with the pop, pop. <laughs> yeah they uh they fucked uh apparently they beat up i didn't even see the videos or whatever i don't even know what happened to be honest i know this is horrible reporting mm-hmm. uh i went and watched legends of chamber yeah, of heights after this shit this so shit. i missed it if it was uh live i didn't mm-hmm. see it mm-hmm. it was just stuff coming out of the camps and legends of chamber of height day twitter was lit whoever runs that a candle is black because mm-hmm. they had the best gifts and they were tweeting right along with everybody else mm-hmm they had the nat turn up anyway it was good y'all should all be watching legends of chamber heights if you uh aren't, aren't too easily offended you know uh at any rate man um yeah allegedly after this joint um uh uh chris brown uh recently ordered to go that way whenever carucci is around it seemed obvious what that tensions would bubble over between him and her new boo quavo and his migos crew and that's exactly what happened at a bet awards at the event according to tmz reports the outlet spoke to guests at the event who say breezy was just finishing the premiere of his video with future at the party held near microsoft theater with when migos entered the event at the same time at as the group near chris's entourage folks got a little testy things escalated after sources say someone in chris's crew pushed quavo another group member reportedly jumped in before catching a fist from someone else uh chris brown stayed cool throughout it all continued walking but witnesses claimed the amigos and their crew followed him to his car where he where he was surrounded chris eventually left but things were decide- definitely heated by the time police arrived both crews had departed um yeah i'll say this man i saw people talking about this in this morning and whatever the fuck happened with joe button this morning and shit and they was using all these big words and talking about you know toxic masculinity and uh you know uh just like i'm not saying they were wrong or nothing but i'm not wasting my big words on these niggas like them niggas was fighting okay like you know i'm sure it's emblematic of a lot of shit and it's deep on some level but i'm not getting deep for them niggas them niggas are not worth dissecting all that shit because all the motherfuckers got some type of problematic shit going on with them in some way uh so i was just like yeah i get it y'all can uh write the long ass pieces and threads and shit i was like i'm i'm checking out at fades were handed out and that's about as funny as it's gonna get you know um glad nobody got killed or anything behind them glad everybody's safe uh uh but that's it for me you won't catch me out here uh caping for anybody involved i've seen people caping you know for joe budden caping for uh chris brown i was like none of this shit matters it's that important so uh but yeah sorry to not have all the details y'all but i really just laughed and moved the fuck on mm-hmm. like you know and that's the thing you know joe and them do that podcast uh and they talk a lot of shit you and know that's his brand listen. people listen and you never know when the fuck like these these niggas who they talking about probably listen to them shows and they probably um 
you know rappers and it's all that ego and shit man they probably it's probably a few people that got fade on site orders for that dude or because off of some shit that he said because as much as men try to claim to be above it niggas are very emotional they are very easily moved to violence and shit um you know so i'm i'm surprised almost it took that long for somebody to try to 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 put hands on him or academics or any of them dudes because all the motherfuckers are super fucking sensitive while trying to pretend to be the most macho brave motherfuckers on the earth and they all step over the line and talk shit about each other all the time so it was just a matter of time that somebody was just like man i'm willing to catch a case for this shit um so yeah all right uh let's see what else we can do um because that's that's pretty much all i wanted to do today um was there anything else uh i guess we can do a a little bit of uh because i feel like i don't feel like doing any more fucking with black people i think that Mm -hmm. bruno mars thing counts Mm -hmm. Uh, a hundred yeah i'll say a hundred but only because of the phrasing Mm -hmm. uh of the first like the way that it was framed because i really feel like there's a way to express exactly what that lady was saying right and people would not take offense to it as much uh because it wouldn't indict and point at them as like the problem and i think we can all agree at least that white people's consumption of our shit is always gonna be filled with problems you know that's why we really can't look to them to validate shit uh all right so maybe we'll do some guess the race how about that guys uh here we go now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's guest it's time for guest the race the only game where we go around and we find different articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race of the people involved and they're all racist all right let's get into this a woman was paralyzed after her orgasm during sex caused a brain hemorrhage what yeah this is a, y'all always get on us men for you know you didn't make me come well maybe we trying to save your life okay maybe we trying to keep you from getting hurt okay what was that? maybe that's why we only taking two three minutes you know a couple strokes and we just like let me stop because i don't want nothing to happen to you you know so we got the we got to ease up right fellas next time your, your woman says something just make sure y'all tell her about this cautionary tale before you ask her to make you a sandwich <laughs> this is what we need to do i think uh i think we can all agree can right uh, so you're a risk you gonna you risk. make daddy a sandwich so you make daddy a sandwich daddy want a sandwich i'm gonna make daddy a sandwich you gonna risk permanent injury for a damn orgasm <laughs> really karen wow I'm i just, know it's bad, dad. I well i will take no parts of it i never again never again will i it's only gonna be one person coming in this house from now on because <laughs> i have to worry about you and keep you safe fellas let's all take a vow to keep the women in our lives safe everyone who has sex with women let everybody you're having sex with women it's time to make a vow no more orgasms Mm-mm. ladies put the clitoris down no more orgasms for y'all Mm-mm. 
lucinda allen from sturbridge is now confined to a wheelchair after becoming paralyzed down the left hand side of her body after a headache during sex left her in agony oh so he this is one of those not tonight i have a headache and he was like i don't give a fuck and now look what y'all did take it serious y'all the 43 year old who was pregnant at the time was rushed to the hospital and put in a coma while doctors performed a craniotomy to relieve pressure on her brain six days later she was woken from the coma to find out her baby was unharmed three months later she gave birth to mary alice she hopes the stem cell therapy may uh one day help her regain movement but in the meantime she wants to raise awareness about the potential warning signs of headaches during sex nobody talks about post-orgasm head pain she said that's understandable but i want to raise awareness of how it could be a warning sign because of it i've lost a huge part of me my career any siblings my daughter may have had lucinda had five strokes in total that doctors believe were caused by congenital abnormality and wow. blood, blood vessel that also caused her to have headaches at the climax and during sex headaches at the sex are believed to be caused by a leaking spinal fluid from the skull into the spine alleviated by lying down some neurologists believe sha headache associated sexual activity can be caused by increased pressure through exertion lucinda's neurosurgeon alessandro paluzzi uh said her condition was unusual and caused her to bleed inside the brain instead of on the surface oh guess the race wow white karen's going white let's check the chat room see what you guys believe that's some scary shit that's what i'm saying i would never put you in that position karen never again i mean uh in the words of clarence carter she be stroking white all poor snowflake white white whiter than the nut that nearly killed her oh white uh meet the g to kill me white uh the correct answer is white but you know for like point for like 10 minutes he thought he put it down you're like listen man i at the i get up in there man she just got to lay down like her whole left side went none for the way i was knocking shit down you know what i'm saying i was you know when i get up when i get up in there you know when i say you won't be able to walk right when i get done then it's like no this is serious and you need to go to the hospital oh so it was it had nothing to do with me okay nothing to do with your penis uh this is also there'll be horrible advertising to other women right right because you know the thing is no matter how much uh people think they they uh put their dick down you know something uh uh seven eight pounds will come out of that thing that same hole mm-hmm. poking in <laughs> yeah somebody yeah he a man so he probably still brag about it anyway joe spacey you're right <laughs> ah! uh cops son killed father with a bat on father's day well damn right uh anything stop with cops or police Mm-hmm. it's normally a fucked up right after that i hope he covered all his bases ah! authorities in pennsylvania are searching for a man suspected of beating his father to death with a baseball bat on father's day well that's apropos <laughs> he was hitting his dad take me up to the ball cane <laughs> oh michael malchalk 37 is charged with criminal homicide and the death of gary malchalk 60 state police say michael marchalk may be driving his father's gold ford fusion with pennsylvania also oh, they ain't caught him yet trooper david bowen wow. 
says that while they do not know if the suspect is armed he should be considered dangerous according to the criminal complaint another family member matthew marchalk called the police when he found his father's body on june 19th gary marchalk was lying face down in the bedroom surrounded by blood with an aluminum baseball bat at his feet uh matthew marchalk uh told police my brother did this i know it and went on to say that his brother michael had repeatedly threatened their father and has a heroin problem according to the criminal complaint the father noticed suspicious bank activities in the hours before the alleged murder including multiple attempts to withdraw cash and the adt home security system allegedly indicated that michael was the only person with it or out of the home on the night of his father's death gary marchalk was a strained husband of linda marchalk the treasurer of pennsylvania county wow well guess the race karen i'm going white all right we'll see if you hit a home run or if you strike out uh matthew gary white a real deadbeat dad white (laughs) oh man he did it like this he did it like that he did it with a baseball bat white heroin and baseball is about as white as you can get says black rock definitely walked uh wait uh definitely called dad by his first uh name white take me out to the ball game white so white gotta say white yo never played enough ball you never played enough ball with me dad white the correct answer is white Mm -mm -mm. that's some bullshit right there (sighs) that's why you gotta uh, be careful we uh deal with these kids man never know when they're gonna go rotten on you oh yep uh there he is on the screen is that what you thought he would look like oh mm-hmm. kind of got a fading headline there yep um i just feel like the whole thing was foul Duh! uh all right let's go to the bonus round guys um double the points and the race double the points and the race so all right double the points double the race and the bonus final guest race so far karen is two for two but will she be able to finish on top we're about to see we'll see if it's fair or foul guys in the bonus round um sorry guys that was coming way out of left field uh cleveland woman Ah! is accused of attacking daughter's boyfriend with a cue ball a cleveland woman is accused of hitting a man over the head with a cue ball and says she attacked him to protect her pregnant daughter regina williams 48 is charged with first degree felonious assault her bond was set at five thousand dollars during her monday arraignment and the case was uh bound over the cuyahoga county grand jury uh according to court documents the incident began saturday afternoon at williams home uh and continued at her daughter's home a couple blocks away williams and her daughter who was eight months pregnant got into an argument with the daughter's 22 year old boyfriend the report says williams told the police that the boyfriend ripped off her screen door and struck her with a small charcoal grill cleveland police were called but no one was arrested and the man was sent away 
cmha police were called to the daughter and victim's home later around 2 30 p.m after a second dispute broke out the woman told the boyfriend to leave the house but he refused and went inside to retrieve his things as he headed outside william struck the boyfriend over the head with an object in a sock damn a, a cue ball in a sock holy clown ash it was this <clears throat> According to this statement uh to police williams later admitted the item was a cue ball the boyfriend's seven-year-old son witnessed the attack uh they treated the boyfriend for laceration to his head williams has no felony convictions in cuyahoga county uh court records show guess the race black karen's going black for regina williams let's check the chat room see what you guys believe uh black eight ball (laughs) ha i hear you Cass uh let's see what else we got mama don't play that black all right um full metal jacket black uh, um uh black he lucky she didn't have time to cook grits black Aww. damn regina black administering the cold red black the boyfriend wasn't arrested and was free to leave he had to be white well we got to her right she the one that got arrested inspire inspiration for bruno mars music <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> oh my god y'all can make a joke out of anything the correct answer is black she was black you got it karen uh you got it right she was very black uh she also got a lebron james headline going on must be something in cleveland i don't know what's going on with that she she did that yeah um all right let's go this i think someone said white but i think they were guessing the boyfriend so i don't know what the race of the boyfriend was Mm, all right uh let's go into uh sore ratchetness guys all right see here sword wielding duo escapes with cash and handphones from the sandacon hotel hmm. two masked men one of them armed with a sword robbed a hotel of rm one five thousand uh whatever measurement of local currency that is and four handphones hand phones are those cell phones phones. the hotel's 24 year old receptionist who was with her younger sister heard a loud sound outside the hotel just after midnight on sunday sundacon police chief assistant commander azhar hamin said when the woman when the woman went outside to check a man armed with a samurai sword rushed in and threatened her he forced her to hand over the cash box containing the money and the head hand phones as an accomplice entered the reception era the receptionist and her sister managed to run into a toilet where they locked themselves in after the robbers had left the women came out and immediately called security guards who were behind the building as well as the police well, i hope they find those sons of guns uh we'll be back tomorrow guys thank you so much for listening uh glad y'all uh seen enjoy our bet uh awards recap my favorite day yes sir um you know i guess uh we'll talk to y'all tomorrow see what you guys what what other shit is happening in the world i know what other takes we can discuss and all that stuff until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.